0: Welcome to the SC Yoga Girl Podcast. I'm your host, Melanie Deal, a certified yoga teacher and integrative health and wellness coach. The goal of this podcast is to provide you with helpful tools and information that will help you better understand the connection between yoga, mindfulness, and movement in bite-sized episodes so that you can break through the barriers in your life. Let's get started because yoga, it's the real deal. Hey listeners, welcome to Season 3, Episode 15. I wanted to make an announcement before we jump into today's topic, and that is that this will be the last episode of the season. I know that means that this will be a shorter season than what I did in Seasons 1 and Season 2, but with everything going on with my family, my mom especially, I just honestly don't have the mental or emotional capacity to to pour into what I would like this podcast to be. And so after today's episode, I will take a bit of a hiatus as I make my way through the things that I'm dealing with in my personal life right now. So, what I'm hoping that you all will do as I'm taking this hiatus is to think of topics that you would like me to do when I bring season four back into the picture. So if there's anything I've not covered or you want me to cover in more detail than I've already done in some episodes, please feel free to contact me. My contact information, as always, is in the show notes and you can reach out to me and anything to do with yoga, health, wellness, please send it my way if you'd like me to do an episode about it. That being said, let's jump into today's topic, which is hot yoga and i have heard many things over the years about the benefits of hot yoga and i don't know about you but if you've wanted to do hot yoga or maybe you already do but you've probably heard that there is a difference in the types of hot yoga that you can do there sometimes is a difference between um, the temperature range in a room But the biggest thing to me that I've noticed is that some hot yoga offers hot yoga in a room that has been heated with traditional forced air heating and then usually humidifiers are placed around the room as well. So you're in this hot, humid room, temperature ranging anywhere from 95 to 105 degrees. And then there are hot yoga classes that use rooms that are heated with far infrared heating. I hope I said that right and that is a different type of heat and that in my mind is a lesser-known type of heat although I do think more people are hearing about far infrared because there's been a lot out there about far infrared saunas and the health benefits that come along with that Um, so I'm gonna talk a little bit about both things and I, I will just say I can't find any information that is solid that says one is better than the other in terms of health benefits. And honestly, there's a lot of controversy even around the supposed health benefits that each of these types of heating offers. So all I can offer you in today's episode is what I know and what my experience has been. So first let's talk about what is far infrared heating? Well, Rather than heating the air by circulating it across a heating element by convection, which is what typically is found in most houses. That's called traditional forced air heating. Infrared panel heaters emit a type of electromagnetic wave. And this is a wave that is invisible to the human eye, but we feel it as heat on our skin. And so what that means is that heat produced by infrared isn't air, but it is a wavelength. And infrared waves are also known as heat waves because when an object encounters these waves, it produces heat due to the vibration of its atoms and molecules. We actually encounter infrared waves every single day when we pick up a remote control. You'll feel some heat coming from it. We feel infrared waves in the heat of the sun's rays. And even we as humans emit our own infrared radiation. And what that means is that infrared heat panels are typically unaffected by open windows and doors and they can actually allow you to breathe fresh cool and clean air while still feeling the heat emitted by the panel so it's much like the warmth from the Sun on your skin but without the UV rays waves so that is what the science behind infrared heating is and there are some supposed health benefits to it. And I've heard all kinds of things that they help with allergies. They help with joint pain or any kind of chronic pain. Um, They help detoxify. They help you lose weight. They help with headaches. I feel like if there is an ailment or physical symptom that anyone is experiencing, if you go Google it, you are going to find something out there that says that hot yoga or infrared heating is going to help you with that thing or that symptom. So all I can say is do your research. Um, I can tell you this though, because infrared heating panels don't create air and dust circulation, if you're a person who is allergic to dust, you may notice that you have your symptoms improve in terms of allergy symptoms if you are using or putting yourself into places where infrared heating panels are being used. Um, Because humidity levels don't change when you're using infrared heating, then that means there isn't condensation forming and that means mold is less likely to form. So again, if you're a person who is allergic to mold, you may notice some health benefits by using infrared heating. Again, they say that infrared heating can improve things like blood circulation. It can help with normalizing blood pressure, maybe reducing pain and fatigue. I have seen a lot of compelling articles about it, but then I also find articles that say that's not true. So I am not a scientist. I can't speak to whether that is true or not. And it's kind of funny because if you go out there, I saw something on Google today on Bikram Yoga's website that says, forced air heating is superior to infrared heating. And then when you see information from yoga studios that use infrared heating, you'll hear them say the complete opposite, that infrared heating is far superior to forced air heating. Here's what I say. My experience has been this. As I started to try hot yoga for myself years ago, I only had the option of going to studios that used Forced air heating and then they had the humidifiers around the room and I did not like it. It made me feel claustrophobic. I felt like I couldn't get a good breath in because the air was so humid and plus the room was just packed with a bunch of bodies and so you're getting even more humidity from all the sweat and body heat being built up. I did not enjoy that experience and I was sweating so badly that I was concerned about falling because my body was so slippery. My hands were slipping on the mat and so on and so forth. So I did not enjoy that experience and I thought, okay, hot yoga is not for me. Then a few years later, I was starting to teach at another yoga studio in town. Um, This is a studio that unfortunately has closed its doors. but. I loved the space, it was such a wonderful place, and they used infrared heating panels for their hot classes. And I taught a deep stretch class there, but because I was able to take any classes that I wanted to, there were often times when I was teaching where there was a hot class right before or right after something that I was teaching. So I stuck around for a few times because I wanted to see what it was all about. I'd been reading about infrared heating, My naturopathic doctor really encouraged me to spend time in infrared saunas if possible because of the benefits that it could provide me with the chronic pain I have for my autoimmune issues. And so I thought, well, let me try this hot yoga class because it's using the type of heat my doctor wants me to use, and I'll be getting a yoga practice in at the same time. And all I can say is I absolutely loved practicing in the infrared heat. I was hot, I was definitely very warm, and the temperature in the room was the same as it was when I practiced in a room with that different type of heat, that forced air heating with the humidifiers going. But in the infrared heat setting, I didn't feel as hot, it just was it really did feel like I was just practicing out in the sun. And I did sweat, but it wasn't to the level of what I had sweated in in that more humid class. So I felt like I could move through the class safely. I didn't feel like I was going to slip. I also felt like I could get a really good deep breath. Um, So I actually personally really prefer practicing in the infrared heat. it just I actually noticed the difference um, because it felt like a more comfortable and doable class for me. And I swear I slept amazing that night afterwards and every time that I've practiced in a room that is heated with infrared heat, I do feel better. And I don't know if it's psychological or not, I can just say that I feel a difference in my body. So from my perspective, infrared heating Feels better to my body. And I am so excited because a it's not a yoga studio. It's actually a place that offers infrared fitness classes. So it's not just yoga that they offer. They offer um, Pilates in the infrared heat, bar classes in the infrared heat, and a few other types of classes. But they just opened kind of Practically right down the street from my house. I pass this place as I go visit my mom and dad and their price was very affordable. So I've actually signed up and I'm so excited. I've already had the opportunity to take two classes there and it's definitely very different from being in a traditional yoga studio and I wouldn't say it's better or worse. It's just different. And so I will say that I'm going to continue to go to my studio that I teach at now for most of the classes that I want to take as a student. But when I want to practice in the heat, I am going to definitely be taking advantage of this new place that I now belong to. I'm so excited to be able to practice in that type of heat again, because for me, I really do feel a difference. Again, I don't know much of the science behind it because I have tried to do the research and understand what's better. And honestly, there's just nothing definitive that I've been able to come across because as soon as I find one article that says it's great for these things I immediately see another article that says it's horrible for these kinds of things so I just don't know which sources to truly trust I can just say that my body when practicing hot yoga does fantastic in a room that is heated with the infrared heating panels if you've practiced hot yoga before especially if you've practiced in each of those different types of heat like I have, let me know what you prefer. Again, one is not better than the other, I don't think. I think it's just a matter of your preference and how you feel during and after the class. I would love to hear your experience with hot yoga if you have tried it. Again, my contact information is in the show notes and I would definitely love to hear from you. This is a topic that's super interesting to me and I would love to get more information about it. That being said, Here we are. We are wrapping up season three. I hope you have enjoyed listening to this season. As always, namaste and have a sparkling day. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure you listen, rate, review, and subscribe to the SC Yoga Girl podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. See you next time.